This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! It says we're live. I don't know if we're live. We might be live. I feel alive. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been a while. It has been a while. What have you been up to? Oh, gosh. Trying to do a lot of things around the house. Ooh, sounds like fun. Better than me. I've been tied up at work. Yes, you have. You said you were not getting off work till 8 o'clock or after. Well, there was one Friday night. I think I left about 10, 10.30 that night. Uh, that's not good on a Friday of all nights. And then there's been some others where, hmm, I don't know, around 6, 7 o'clock. So one of those, well, I don't know. <sighs> it's just like you tell people how to do things. And they want to do it themselves. Right. And then you end up after, if they just listen to what you were saying, it all yeah. worked out. So this is, saying, this is saying the layer above me is all sales, but they fancy themselves as problem solvers. Right. And the problem is when you're a problem solver like that, your idea of problem solving is just to do stuff. You know, not the design experiment, think things through. Um Kind of think of what you've done in the past, maybe record what you've done. Right. So you'd end up repeating a lot of stuff and thinking and declaring success after <laughs> after doing it once but not making it repeatable. True. <laughs> so, so that's all I've been fighting for the past four or five weeks is just like, well, there's these issues. Why didn't we know anything about these issues? Well, we did last year, but you wanted to move things through. Okay, well, we need to fix this. All right, then let me go do this. No, we all need to participate. Oh, crap, this worked. All right, we're good to go. Kick everything into full gear. Whoa, okay, that didn't go. All right. <laughs> and this one step forward, three steps back. But right. I think we're in a better place now, so. Mm. Well, that's good. And anyway, baseball's going on, so I'm happy with the baseball. Yeah, it's not real baseball yet. They're just training, isn't it? No, training. they started playing games. Cardinals are yeah. losing right now to the Pirates, darn it, though. But they've won, they'll won two out of three. They almost swept them. Show you how much I've been keeping up. I didn't even what? aware of that. Don't I'm you... not even aware of that. Man, okay, aren't you just following your, your team, the Astros? Isn't that your favoritist team? No, no, no. Well, it's Texas. It's Texas, but uh, no, I don't follow cheaters like that. <laughs> Well, they're not so, cheating yeah, now, are they? I don't know, not now, but it's same group that did, basically. Well, all I got to say is sitting here watching the Cardinals games, they're missing a golden opportunity to make some more money because they're sitting in that empty stadium, and at least, was it L.A., I think? They put cutouts in the seats, right? right. So they could charge for that. They could charge businesses to put stuff in the seats or people. You know, I'd pay 50 bucks to have my cut out there behind a home plate yes so well the thing i don't understand about the rangers they've got this 
brand new stadium this year with the retractable roof. And um, now they're saying they can't use it because of COVID. And I don't understand that. Because, oh, is it going to like para drop in? Um, no, I don't understand why having that roof closed would be increase the risk of COVID. Because that roof is way up. I mean, we're talking, you know, 70, 80 feet above. The I don't know. So I, I'm not saying unless it's, they're talking about recirculating the air, but it just doesn't make sense. I, I think they could cl- close that roof and it's still as long as you have the social distancing, it would still be fine. It wouldn't increase the risk of transmission. I don't know. Maybe it breaks the bubble there. It's all supposed to be in to keep them from getting to COVID. Maybe so, but it's just Good. a shame. Yeah. you got to go yeah. through a nut. Well, of course, it's a not really your, it's a shortened season, so it's not really. It's not a real season. Everything's going to have an asterisk by it. Well, they say not, but how can it? not have an asterisk by it i mean maybe two asterisks 60 games is that what it is yep 60 games out of what's it usually 138 no 162 games is it 162 why was i getting 138 from i don't know which i'm not sure (laughs) this may change some things in the going forward but um why do they have 162 games Nobody's ever been able to really answer that other than it's been that way for decades, well over 100 years, mm. or 154 games for decades, and then it went to 162. I mean, has, does, it have to, does it have to do with the number of teams and how the divisions and everything is set up? Um, not really. I mean, you can still play every team, even cross-divisional stuff. I guess the question is, why do they have to play so many games? And does it really... I mean, how many fans really watch, follow that many games? Uh, I think Ronnie does. Well, Ronnie does, but Ronnie lives in Moberly, so <laughs> there's nothing else to do but watch baseball. Oh, no, I watch a good number of them. I usually end up finding myself turning, if the Cardinals are playing, at least turn it on in the background while I'm doing other stuff and paying it, you know, and listening to it, especially when, um, if it's a home game and you hear them cheer or when you hear the announcers get excited. Well, okay, that's one thing. But how many do people do that with an NFL game? Leave it on in the background while they're doing something else. Well, the problem with NFL games is they all happen about the same time. Well, that's true. When you're going on the weekend, like, so, but I guess that's why they're trying to split up between Thursday games, Friday games, and Sunday games, and Monday night games. I hate, I hate Thursday night games. God. But anyway, so yeah, you have the early afternoon games, and you have the late afternoon games, and you have Sunday night football, so. Um, and then you have the Monday night game. So there's always at least eight or nine teams. Well, you can't have an odd number playing. <laughs> you know, there's eight or ten teams playing every afternoon simultaneously. And some of them you can watch and some of them you can't, depending on your market also. Unless you get one of those, like, NFL packages. Well, that's true. Uh, it's like, well, even with packages, I don't think... I think the Rangers... I, you cannot watch, unless it's on national TV on a national broadcast, you can't watch an Astros game up in the Dallas area. You just can't get them up here. Really? Yeah. Um, Why? Is that because? No, that's because Rangers don't want you to see them up here. 
Well, or is that so they don't want you to see them, so you'll get out of your house and go to the game? Um, possibly, possibly. So. I mean, that's I mean, usually what the, isn't, play- isn't that usually what the blackouts are? Is if there's not enough people filling the stadium, they won't show it in that market. So that if you want to see the game, you have to go to it. No, I'm not talking about when the Rangers play the Astros. Yes, you can see those games. But if you wanted to watch just a regular Astros game of them playing in Houston or, you know, against uh, California or some other team, you can't get Houston games here in the Dallas area. Hmm. At least I've never been able to find out because I tried two years ago because I wanted to see some of the Astros games. but You can't get them up here. Oh, well, just buy the package and you can get every game. Yes, which I don't want to do. Mm. Not that much into watching. See, I'm just I'm like a lot of people. I think you know it's great to watch a game here and there during the regular season. Yep. But until it gets to September, it's really not all that interesting. I don't know. You see, I didn't appreciate really appreciate baseball until I got to St. Louis and I started going to some games live. And once I could get there live and I could see what's going on, I I mean I. I found baseball boring because I didn't understand all everything. And then I got to go live and I could see everything happening and all that. Then I got to appreciate because then I could kind of, when they're, when, you know, they're focused on the pitcher and the batter and they're talking about some stuff going on in the outfield and things, then I knew what was going on. I could understand the strategy and, and the things like that and the pitching. I really didn't appreciate pitching until I came here. So I find baseball much more intriguing now, much more enjoyable. I understand. I grew up enjoying baseball primarily because my younger brother played little league and then high school baseball. And I followed that and went to a lot of those games. So I grew up watching baseball and understanding the strategy. And baseball is really a game you really need to watch live because you need to be able to see the whole field Mm -hmm. at once. To watch the shift, to see what the left fielder is doing, to see what's going on here. Well, they didn't start doing the shift until, what, a decade ago or so? Uh, shift hasn't been around that long. A little bit. I mean, you would see, like when our brother played Little League, that the outfielders would move in or oh, center, yeah. field, center fielder would move to a little bit one side or the other, depending on the batter. But, you know... It's on, it's okay watching it on TV, but it's just not – you don't really get the full enjoyment of the game, baseball. Football is yeah. one thing. Football, you can kind of get away with watching it on TV. No. Football, again, after I've started seeing some, especially on the college level, seeing some of the game film, yeah. right, when – because you miss a lot of what the coverage is, right? Oh, that's true. So you're wondering why why is the quarterback hanging in the pocket? Why isn't he throwing it? But then if you could see down the field, you could see how the players are covered or something like that. Well, that's the way my dad was when he went to football games. He would almost never watch who had, you know, the ball carrier. He'd be watching, you know, seeing what the secondary was doing and what the receivers, the routes they were running and like that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt all sports like that are better uh, watching it live. Yeah, it just costs an arm and a leg to go to a game now. Oh, yeah. And I won't go to a cowboy game. 
No, I won't do it. I will not. Why? You're not going to go to Jerry World? No, I'm not going to put money in that guy's pocket. Well, number one, it is so damned expensive. I don't even know what a cowboy ticket is, but I know it's at least $50 to park. That's parking, $35 to $50 parking. And then, you know, a couple of hundred for your ticket. I don't see how families go, but I see hear people talking all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take the wife and kids to the cowboy game. Really? You're gonna you're gonna blow five hundred bucks doing that. Yeah, well, you know, you take an Uber. Yeah, I guess so, but still. Well, we'll see if they have football this fall. I well, I pretty much think high school football is gone. I don't think they'll do that. High school football in Texas is gone? I'm I'm not sure. I don't see how they're gonna be able to do it. But it's gonna be tragic if they don't because High school football is the biggest religion in the state, so. That's how you get people to wear masks. Yeah. So they won't be in high school football unless you're wearing masks. And I don't know what they're, this whole thing they're talking about doing with college is waiting until the spring, which really means late winter, early spring. I don't know how that's supposed to work out. All I know is it messes up the recruiting cycle. Yes, it does. And Plus, all that. Are you going to try to do that and then still have a regular fall season in 2021? Because you'll be playing at the time when you usually play your spring scrimmages and your spring practices. I don't know. I guess it's allowing some players to get healed up. I guess is the way I'm looking at it. Anyway. Who knows? All I know is I wonder if the lack of sports the past few months has been why sports cards have been. Because I follow a few channels and a few sites and all that, and apparently, like, and I didn't realize this because I quit doing sports cards many, many, many years ago because there was such a glut of them. But apparently, they've gone to where, like, the major sports only have one official card manufacturer. Right. And, like, Panini's got basketball or something. I don't know how that happened. And Don, no, uh, Don, Don Russ has baseball, and I forget who has football. But it's not your typical ones, and apparently they're the only official ones, and so they put them out in, like, uh, Walmarts and Targets, and those are getting, like, hit up. And apparently there's, like, cards. People are pulling them from these packs that are, like, four grand, five grand, like, cards. And I'm like, when the hell did this happen? Because back when I was collecting cards, there were so many of them, and they weren't worth anything, and that's why I kind of quit, even though I kind of liked it. But I'm like, dang. (coughs) I don't know. I don't know. So. I've never been into cards. Really? No, not once. Not ever. even baseball cards back in the day? No, I never did. Never was a card collector. Hmm. Okay. Just comics and such then. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I guess maybe it partly had to do with the fact that I was never an athlete. I never played sports. I mm-hmm. tried to play football one year in elementary school, flag football. And realized that no that was not for me i was not an athlete <laughs> um, yeah, I, I i wasn't much of an athlete either so i did have some cars but then i traded them in to one guy for i forget like a nickel a piece so i could buy a pellet gun nice so i think i still got that pellet gun somewhere at my parents but that's good anyway so that's card so read any good comics lately yes i have um not 
individual comics so much, but I've been reading collections. Ooh, ooh. You haven't been mood reading where you collect like six or seven floppies and read those, or no, true um, trades? I've been reading some trades, mostly. I'm, I'm still trying to catch up on Rachel Rising. What? Just having trouble getting through that. It's not holding my interest. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I read uh, Strangers in Paradise all the way through and then Echo all the way through. Oh, you got to take a break? Maybe I'm, yeah, a little burned on Terry Moore. Uh, I still haven't unshrink wrapped my uh, SIP omnibuses to start those. So. Oh, well. You will at some point. Yeah, I know. It's just been so busy, and it's like i just been getting coming home, and I just want to do something mindless. And reading, I don't consider mindless because I like to think about it, read it, look at the pictures, do all that. Right. So. But I started at, oh, I started at Orphans. Oh, did you? How is yeah, it? I'm really enjoying that. It's really good. Is it the art, the story? The, uh, the story. Well, the art's pretty good, but uh, it's different than what you see in a lot of comics. A little bit more uh, loose, but loose the story. Uh, not not as detailed as a lot of a lot of artwork, comic artwork is. So, um, but. I really like the story. The story's really engaging about an alien attack on the Earth that leaves millions of people devastated. So they start taking all these kids, these orphan kids, and they're going to train them to be soldiers. It's very much, nobody says it but me, but it's very much reminiscent to me of Ender's Game. If you ever read that. Oh, yeah. I've read that multiple times. I read the comics, too. Yeah, it's very similar. I mean, it's different way they go about it, but the premise seems very similar to me, or that's what it reminds me of. So I'm enjoying that. And I've also been reading Star Blazers 2199. Really? What got yeah. you into Star Blazers? I, I've loved that sh- show, the anime show back mm-hmm. When it came out in the late 70s, early 80s. Did you say it? You remember Star Blazers, right? I remember, but I don't think it was ever shown on... It was on syndication wherever I was. So we yeah, got... that was here, too. We had the two different Voltrons. Um, we had a Robotech, which I just loved. God, I loved the Robotech. And um, let's see. You had the two Voltrons, Robotech. There was a... There was a Macross or Macross one, but which is something totally different. So this was this was back in, for most of those. That was if I wanted to watch those shows, I had to get crawl up on the roof and turn the antenna and and yell down at my sister. For the reception was kind of coming into the TV, and when we kind of got it lined up, then on that station, and we could pick it up, then we could kind of watch it. But most of the time, it was still a lot of static in it and all that. So right, that was. That was my TV watching back in rural Tennessee. We were trying to pick up something out of either Huntsville or Athens or Birmingham. Well, Star Blazers was in syndication, I think, all the times it was shown in the United States. Oh, and Battle of the Planets. Battle of the Planets. Didn't see that one. Or G-Force? G-Force. I remember G-Force. Didn't watch it that much. Didn't. Oh, you did? 
No. Um, but no, Star Blazers, when it was popular here, at least for me, it was I was in college already. It was like 81, 82. Mm-hmm. And there were several of us at the college I went to, that, several of the guys that lived in the dorm that were into it. And we'd all gather in one room on the afternoon, and it was like 3.30, 4 o'clock, I can't remember when it came on, and we'd watch that. And it was, I don't know, just a really interesting anime that came to. That okay. Like westernized. Westernized. <laughs> so now they've done, they re-released the manga on this. Um, and it's translated, but what they did, didn't do what they did for the original anime. Well, they redid the anime. Uh, here a couple of years ago and re-released it as Space Battleship Yamato. Yeah. It, it looks like a big sub, doesn't it? It looks like a World War II yeah, it's era a, star it's a, sub. Well, it's not a submarine so much. It's a, it's based on the Yamato, which was an actual Japanese oh, the battle- battleship. That uh, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of the keel. I'm thinking of the keel of it. Yeah. Isn't there some live action of that? If you look on YouTube? I don't know. I've never seen any live action of it. Oh, I think there is. I know it's all Japanese, so you have to get the uh, subtitles and everything. Right. So. Oh, no, that's good. I, God, I haven't even been watching much TV. See, I still... Uh, I've been trying to watch the DC... See, I haven't even watched any of the new season of Doom Patrol yet. And I want to do that because I really liked the first season. Um... I still got three or four of the Marvel ones I need to watch. I still need to see the last season of Preacher. Uh, I haven't seen the last season of Stranger Things. I need, haven't seen either season of Umbrella Academy, so I'm just, I haven't been able to watch. We did watch the old, uh, Anna and I watched the Old Guard like two or three weeks ago. That was really good. Did you read the comics? Yep, got the comics. I even got the limited gold foil one per store copy. Nice. So, don't know if it's a 9-8 or whatever, but hmm. I liked it at the time, so. And I forget what else, but I don't know. I just haven't, I've just been mostly just trying to do mindless stuff. I've caught up on most of my comic reading, if I look. Uh, I don't see too much around. And uh, I got a batch of stuff I need to send off to CGC, get some slabs. I know Michael Myers isn't gonna like hearing that, but I gotta I gotta encase some of these comics. Hey, do you ever do anything with your Detective 880? Oh, and then we got technical difficulties. Well, not technical difficulties. Hey, there he's back. Yes, we're back. All right. So, what was the last thing you heard? You said you were trying to do mindless things, and that was about it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I just said I got to send some stuff off to CGC, get some stuff slab, so I can irritate Michael Myers. Yes. <laughs> but... Oh, I did finally crack this open today. Pulps. You finally ordered that, huh? I ordered it like a month or two ago, so Bookery's Guide. And so the first thing I went to go look at, because what you always want to see is weird tales. And, um, you know, the... Um, uh, they call it that, what is it, that bat hat? Oh, the classic Batwoman cover? 
that yeah. one that we love so much. And it's I gotta figure Bat out what Batwoman. I, I don't know what do they call her, but it wasn't Batwoman. It's Bat Dash Woman cover by Margaret Brundage. So there's yeah. three. So there's three categories for prices in here, and I haven't gone through this to find out what they are yet. Um, one's like really low, so that must mean that it pricing. Um, grading. Oh, there's three grading category columns. So there's good, which is basically a 2.0, very good, which is 4.0, and very fine, which is 8.0. Oh, and they say many pulps will actually fall into grades even lower than the first column, good. So apparently pulps just don't. Oh, there's poor .5s, fairs, and goods, and um, very fine to near mint. That's just anything above an eight. But anyway, so other than the first Conan. So the classic Batwoman cover from Margaret Brundage, which I guess I should look up for those of us that are people that are looking at it here on YouTube. The like 2.0 is $250. The 4.0 is $800, and the 8.0 is two grand. Gosh. For that, and then let me see. Somewhere in Weird Tales is the first. Oh well, of course. Okay, Weird Tales in 1923 is the first H.P. Lovecraft. Which is fifteen grand for an eight, and then somewhere in there is the first. Where is the first Conan? Oh, first appearance of the Cthulhu mythos is in February of twenty-eight, and that's three grand. Where's the first? Uh, like I said, I just opened this, so I don't know where it is. Um, so somewhere in here is the first Conan. But anyway, so but we're talking about that Brundage cover, so I'm gonna like. Look it up real quick so I can just sit there and, and show people. So we don't have anybody joining us, do we? Does it look like? Yeah, I like to think we do. Uh, nobody's making any comments, at least that I'm seeing. Oh, maybe we're just, yeah, you know, it is what it is. We're four maybe. o'clock. We're like early, late afternoon on a Sunday. Everybody's watching baseball. I, not, I doubt everybody's watching baseball. Oh, why not? I you don't like baseball? Doubt. I like baseball, but I doubt everybody is watching baseball. Well, they're doing family stuff, so okay, maybe maybe the time. maybe the thing with live streams is they need to be in the weekday evenings. What did we announce it even? Yeah, I did. I went okay. on Twitter and announced it. Cause I missed that. What? I went on Twitter and I even tagged you. Okay. Ooh, that's not even. Oh crap! That went to the. That's not what I wanted. It went to. Uh, it's going to like freaking eBay. I don't want to go to eBay. I just want the picture. I want the image. Give me the picture. There's Pinterest. All right. So let's share the screen. Okay. Oh, still. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Oh, you can see it? No, I'm seeing the Twitter that you put out. Yeah, now all of a sudden... Screen two. Screen one. Yeah. All right. So I looked them up. So you get not the CW Batwoman there, but this is the one I'm talking about here. If you're looking at it, it's just a beautiful, 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 beautiful. I love that. I really would like to have one of those. There, there's the full thing. So yeah, the only thing is if you get a, you get a, Decent 4.0 for like four for eight hundred dollars. Right. 
you know, it all depends how you, if you can find a very one that presents itself well at $200, then there you go. But if you want something nice, I mean, that's just a popular, popular cover. So anyway, nice green background. It's all good. So anyway, so I got the pulps thing. So I want to go start going through it. Right. You know, it's got a nice section in the middle where it's got, you know, I guess, it alphabetically goes through every all the pulps from the air, and I guess it gives the first issue for each one. And for some reason, there's a there's quite a section that's spicy. Well, yes. So it's like spicy adventures, spicy adventure stories, spicy detective, spicy mystery, and there's the spicy stories and spicy westerns. <laughs> I was about to say spicy spider, but then it just goes to spider. Right. And there's some nice, nice at the very beginning. Some, um, and I don't know the, the thing, but it's got some full, right? You know, full on, like, there's your spicy detective. Ah, crap. I'm trying to get this oriented with the camera. There we go. And a Lone Ranger and stuff, but, ah, uh, some beautiful stuff. And even the ones on the back is not too bad. No. But again, with my whole, uh, Pulp's Quest, the only thing where I can place I can find them is on eBay. I don't want to just buy them off eBay. There's got to be another venue somewhere that you can find them. Well, hmm. Who knows? Oh, and then I did. I've had a copy of this before, and then I sold it or gave it away, and so I wanted to get another copy. So I had to get my uh, Poison L's from the Mule Hide years. Ah. Uh. Which contains the first appearance of the Purple Marauder. Nice. So. Have you gotten your OA framed for that yet? No, it's still down there. I don't know. I've been putting off the framing because I want to find somebody good to frame with. And I don't. Can't really find anybody. Can't find anybody really in a pandemic. Oh, there's got to be somebody. I can't believe that in St. Louis there's not a good framer. Well, I could go to Hobby Lobby or no. I could go to Joanne's. No, I wouldn't do that. I would not do it. <laughs> <laughs> what, do I send my stuff to you, give them to your framer, and then you can get them back to me? Well, we could do that, yes. That might get expensive on the postage and handling. Uh, it'll be expensive to send the framed copy back. Plus, you'd want to insure it for... A pretty, you know, sizable amount because it's not cheap. I just don't. No, you don't want to. I I knew somebody who was a framer at Hobby Lobby, and yeah, they just take you and give you a little bit of training, and then turn you loose. And mm-hmm. plus, you want to make sure that they use absolutely archival equipment, archival uh, supplies. You know, nothing is going to damage the art. You want to make sure that it's, they don't glue the art to the backboard, which a lot of places will do. They'll glue the paper onto a backing board to keep it from sliding around. The guy I use uses a very low adhesive archival tape and just tapes the corners down. So there's archival tape. Tape, I think, would be just like the worst thing you could do to anything paper. No, there's archival tape. So if you use archival tape on a comic book, does that count as uh, restoration? 
I probably I would think. <laughs> to CGC, yes. Anything's gonna be any kind of tape is gonna be considered restoration. So So I got that. I'm trying to think, um I don't know, I got my previews here. Ooh, got some got some uh heirloom whiskey from Pickney Bend. Nice. nice Pickney Bend. With uh Pencil cob, got some more of that. So that's what they were showing us that day, where they were making the whiskey out of, or they're getting the corn from the cobs and make the from the guy that just went, grew it for the corn pipe, uh, corn right. cob pipes. Right. So I got some more whiskey. Haven't I'm done anything about, with that. I'm about two thirds of the way through my first bottle of Navy Gin. Wait a second, how many bottles did you get? Two. And you're only two thirds of the way through, man. You got that like. Months ago, you must be like. Well, I got one up at C two E two. Yeah, you've been sparingly using that, haven't you? Yes, I've been drinking quite as much over the last couple of months. Well, nothing wrong with that. Or I've been it's drinking moderation. beer mostly. As it gets warmer, I tend to drink beer or margaritas. Oh, I thought gin and tonics are supposed to be refreshing and are in the heat. They are. They can be. I just. My tastes have been running elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Plus, once, once it's gone, it's gone, and I don't know when I'll get back to Missouri. Oh, I think we can get you some if you really wanted it. Okay. So, and let's see. So, I've been getting shipments back. Oh, and I didn't realize I would like these things as much as I did, but I've been getting, I don't usually get figures and such, but I've been getting, it's like the, the Battlestar Galactica ships. Right. And I got, this is the Blood and Chrome Viper, but these things are like, freaking neat because actually I think they're partial oh what's the word metal and there is some plaque on them and all that but they're pretty decent size too so like look at it right here wow. and it's like and it's like this part's metal but then you've got the the wings and the stuff on it are plastic but they've got the detail in it and everything and it's very hefty and all that and you know, I got some of the Galactica, and the only ones I didn't get is I didn't get the uh, the old school uh, Cylon base ship, and I didn't get uh, the new BSG Colonial one. And they started doing something. They did a Cylon one I didn't get, but I'm getting like the Vipers and the Galacticas and the Pegasuses. So whenever I get my desk down here, I can have me a little diorama going. Nice. So I've been liking those from Eagle Moss, but. There you go. And I finally got that first issue of uh, Breakneck from the, I think it was the last, um, oh, what was it from Titan? True Crime Comics? Right. Yeah, I finally got that. I need to read. I will say I'm behind on that. I still haven't read that. So I got all the issues with that finally. But, man, Titans dropped some stuff. They don't have the Robotech stuff anymore. They don't have the true, well, they're doing trade paperbacks on True Crime Comics, aren't they? Yes. So, but I don't know. Anything out of the new previews you liked? Oh, and I guess I'll have to, I have to retract because back when we were talking at one time about how we didn't think that was such a big deal for DC doing what they did after listening to the last cowcast. Yeah, I can see where DC screwed everybody over. Oh, yeah. I listened to a couple. <laughs> I also listened to a contest of challengers, which is two guys from Chicago that run a comic shop up there. And yes, they're they put out a weekly that 
podcast or roughly weekly. And pretty much the first thing they talk about is what did DC do to screw us this week? Yeah, and they seem to do it like Friday afternoons. Yes, they put out their con- yeah Friday afternoons before everybody leaves for the weekends, so people can't just rail on them. So, yeah, I'm not sure what DC's up to, but they're it's almost like they're trying to not sell comic books. I don't know. It's supposed to be that. I heard some kind of rumors like they're wanting to do and all this so they can the the mothership can go. Well, comics don't sell, so we're only going to do everything digital and not sell comic books anymore. We're going to do everything digital and just make movies and animated films and whatever. Well, if they do that, then I'm out because I'm not buying everything digital. Well, if you bought it digital and then printed it out. Uh, I don't know how you do that. With the printer? Uh, that's not as easy as you think. I'm sure they'll figure <laughs> everything would have a logo well, or a watermark or something on it. Want that DRM? Oh, well, yeah, but then you can do guided view. What if you printed it out, guided view? No, I don't like guided view. I don't like guided view. <laughs> That's the only way I can read digital comics, and I don't read digital comics that often. I don't either, and I don't like guided view at all. I'm trying to figure out. You were asking about anything in previews. I didn't see a whole lot. In fact, I um probably had my lowest... One of my smallest orders ever on Calabunga this month. Oh, you did? I didn't because I wanted to get um, – there was the Jim Lee X-Men Omnibus or the Jim Lee X-Men Artist Edition. Had to have that because I got the um, um, Cockrum one. And so, you know, this has just got to be the companion. And it's got the entire first issue of X-Men in there, I think, oversized in there. So – I had to get that. Uh, other than that, um, I want to think they have another from a blaze. Oh, the people, of the black circle. That, that that looks like that's got a nice cover, and I'm really. In, but I tell you what, I, I guess as as Robert E. Howard got further along with his uh, Conan stuff, he started writing longer stories, and they're trying to put them in the back of this. So the last issue, it was like a. I don't know, it was six pages, but the font was like six-point six font to fit the mm. whole thing in there. And, boy, I, I could hardly read it. Interesting. So I am liking that from a blaze. I want, you know, the reason I asked that because I want to think there was something I do remember seeing in uh, in the previews that I liked. There were some good vault titles coming out. Of course, vaults looks like they're starting to put out a bunch, and I don't know. That's kind of what bites people that I've seen some of these up-and-coming comic book publishers when they start printing too much. Right. But so, uh, well, I'm looking now, and uh, maybe it's just when was the last time you got a wasted space? And a few weeks. It hasn't been that long. Really, a few weeks. I think they just finished another arc. Man, it seems like I haven't read a Wasted Space since uh, they started doing comics again. Well, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if it's been then. I mean, since then, but I have gotten one in not too distant past. Hmm. 
Or were you mood reading and you got it a while back and you just now got into reading it? Well, that may be it, too, because I kind of got behind on that. Hmm. But yeah, I uh, my my Calabunga comics order for this month, I'm sure, much to the chagrin of Eric, is kind of light. Well, I will say, I got that artist edition, and then I, on the FOC, the current FOC has got that, uh, the Todd McFarlane black and white Batman statue. Yeah. Which is nice. I keep, I love that cover, but, uh, I just don't do statues. Of course, I say that, and I bought the, uh, Emma Frost, uh, free comic book day vinyl statue from like a week or two ago that was in the shop. So I guess I can't really say that. I don't know. Part of my cut back on my order is I been having all these hard covers and well, a few trades that have just been kind of stacked around the loft upstairs. Mm-hmm. I finally decided to put them all in a bookcase and I filled up an entire bookcase with them. And, and you haven't read any of them? I've read a lot of them. Not all of them. But um I don't know. I'm just not a person that as soon as something comes through the door, I sit down and read it. I just don't do that. But how can you just sit there and just let them sit? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking through my order. You not do any reading here lately other than. I've been doing my floppies. Okay. I did my my floppy. But I'm sitting here. Yeah, it's like I'm getting the resistance and Archangel eight. Uh, then all my vault stuff. Uh, I'm sitting here looking at Billionaire, Billionaire Island number six of four. So I'm trying to figure that out right now. I'm confused. Yeah, I'm not sure. Some things have. I don't know. What I find out I'm doing is it's like. And the only thing about DC is it's like DC's just finding something to do one of those 100 page giants for 9.99 with nine covers from all the different decades. So I'm looking at the order now. Then you got Detective 1027 coming out. Right. And, you know, we just got through with, what was it? You had a Catwoman 80th, and you had uh, Green Lantern 80th, and you had Joker Joker 80th, and now you got three Jokers. All right. With all those covers. I'm not getting all those covers. And oh, I only are you ordered, not? I only ordered one cover for the 1027, and that was the Frank Quitely cover yeah that's the one i got Ooh, you do, do, you know there's a frank quietly cover to the batman's grave number nine coming out no i didn't know that oh it looks nice you gotta see that yeah look at maybe it's not an issue nine but there's a frank quietly um uh frank quietly batman's grave uh come on just go just go there. All right. Now let's see. I like that one. Nice. I like it. Just the detail in it. Especially look around the eyes there. Right. And all that. So I'm not reading this series, but there are a few covers that I've liked that I've gotten just for the covers. It's a nice series. It's different. Is it? Yeah. I think I read the first issue or two, and I'm just kind of like, eh. Oh, okay. Well, it wasn't eh, it's just like, ah, oh, I just got so much stuff. Right. So. That's kind of the way I am. I'm like, I've got to start cutting back because I've got so much stuff I haven't read. And really starting to try to purge things out 
not just comic books, everything, purchasing out of my whole life. What? Because what doesn't what really doesn't bring you pleasure? That and plus, we really Pam and I really need to start thinking about trying to get moved. This long distance move that we're doing to get close to closer to both my mother and her mother, and the more stuff keeps coming in the house, the more you have to pack it or do something with it. So, um, hmm. yeah, I can sympathize with that. I've been debating going through some of mine. It's like just because I've been seeing stuff blow up on eBay, like that Venom number three third prints like a thousand dollars and i remember getting the third print thinking crap i got the third print i meant and i wanted the first print now i'm like well i'm glad i got it but you know what i'm really not reading it anymore and i got issues one through 12 and crap i could if the series if those there's like three or four books in that series if they're 9.8 so i can sell them all i can sell them for like two grand i'm like so i need to go through and do those and purge some stuff like that from some stuff as opposed to just keeping it because, Ooh, it's, it's worth something. So I want to keep it. I can't get rid of it because it's worth something. Right. I've kind of gotten into that habit. Yeah. I understand. So, and I really want to finish my X-Men run. Mm. Well, all you got to do is do it. Shell out the money and get that number one. I'll sell a few comics, to get that number one. <laughs> Probably what it'll take. Sell some stocks, get that number one. <laughs> some bitcoins. Hmm. Nah, I sold my Bitcoin too soon. I still kicked myself. I was playing around with Bitcoin when it was $5 a coin. Didn't understand it enough to figure out how to get it on my computer. I think probably a lot of people are in that situation. Ah, well. This makes life an adventure for the rest of us. I guess so. <laughs> what, else? So what else you got going on? Um, that's about it, really. Like I say, starting to try to do stuff around the house. But nobody really wants to hear that. <laughs> Unless you like, you crack open a wall and pull out an uh, Action Comics one. Oh yeah, unlikely to happen. See, I'm still trying to figure out how that. So, I guess the story is that it was put in there for insulation. But if you're putting a comic book in a wall for an insulation, aren't you ripping the pages out and crumpling it up? Well, I would think so. Uh, number one, I wouldn't have the thought of using a comic book for insulation. No. It's like, well, back in the 30s, if that's a, well, late 30s, early 40s, if that's all you had, and you had the war going on and a paper shortage and everything, this crumple up the comic books to insulate the house. I suppose so. I suppose. Just doesn't sound. I don't know. Who knows? Who can say? Well, apparently it happened to somebody. Yes. So. Yeah, I'm kind of there with you. I wanted to, you know, get together and talk and all that, but it's been, I haven't been able to do as much reading or everything as I've been wanting to do. Just, just do the work. I'm hoping it's slowing down here soon. Hope so. If you're having to stay till 10 o'clock on a Friday night, that's not. Well, you know, it's just. Trying to get something figured out, and I think we got it figured out. So, but it, like I said, it's on, on to the next issue, which is, again, if if we just take our time and work our way through it, we can get all this solved, as opposed to hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, get it done and out. Try, we need to sell this stuff. And I'm like, okay, right, I understand that. <laughs> Everybody thinks they're an engineer. 
I don't. I don't think I'm an engineer. Never have thought I'm an engineer. Weren't you a software engineer? Uh, software developer, yeah. I wouldn't call yeah. it an engineer, but why are you creating stuff? Isn't oh, that yeah. what a, isn't that what an engineer does? Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on how you define engineer. I never thought of myself as a software engineer. It was software development, systems analysis, design. No, potato, potato. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I was an engineer then. Yeah. You got a degree from college in it, right? Yes. Then you're you're an engineer. Okay. Wasn't called that, but anyway, it was called engineering, but... Mm -hmm. I'll take your word oh. here. I'm not going to argue. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why my camera keeps dimming and everything like that. So any listeners can't see that, but any viewers can. So I do have my Commodore 128. I keep meaning to fire up and see if my uh, five and a quarter floppies are still good. <laughs> oh, you have to let me know if that's they're still good. I got to remember how to load it up. I think for a Commodore, it was a uh, load. Open parentheses, the name of whatever it is, close parentheses, comma, eight, comma, one. I think the comma eight means get it from the disk drive instead of the tape drive. And the comma one, I think, means run it after it loads. But for some reason, given in my my uh, teenage years how many times I typed that, I can definitely remember what it was. Now I'm trying to remember. You, that's how you got to know what the file name is. Now, I forget how, what it is you got to look at to get the file directory off of five and a quarter. I can't remember if it's load the uh, open parentheses asterisk or open parentheses question mark. And then you can get the file directory. I don't know. I just have two questions about that. Oh, what is that? What do you still have on five and a quarter inch floppies? And number two, why the hell do you still have? Five and a quarter inch floppies. Because I got all my games that I had on my 128. Okay. All right. All my, my saved games, too. But you've got all that off, you know, on newer stuff, though. All your, all those games. Castlevania. Oh, no, 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 no. That's Nintendo. That's not oh, Commodore. Nintendo. Oh, okay, that's not Nintendo. Commodore. That's not okay. Commodore. I got my, my Ultima saves. I've got my... Oh, I can't remember what the game was, but I remember there was one I never... A Bard's Tale, I never finished Bard's Tale, I think. So I may go on and finish some games on there that I started up like 20-something years ago, or 30-something years ago. <coughs> okay. I doubt it. I just kind of want to see if they still run and everything. Just from nostalgia purposes. Interesting. I mean, I still got my monitor, my, Com- and my, my the Commodore 128, my two disk drives... We have so, to, you'll have to bring all that to C2E2 next year. Oh, oh hell no. <laughs> it's probably about freaking 80 pounds worth of equipment. <laughs> you know, this is this is still the CRT monitor. So that's a good 30 pounds of it. Actually, you know what? It's probably only about 40 pounds. CRT monitor is like 30. Right. And a computer is just like probably five. It's It's funny. You open up a computer, it's mostly just empty space. Okay. <laughs> like the atom, an atom is mostly empty space. Yeah, no, there's not. Yeah, there's not anything just completely filling up that chassis on an old computer. But 
if there is a C2E2 next year, who knows? Mm. Yeah. Again, maybe they'll be the only con of the year again next year. I don't know. It's going to be in spring, so if there's another wave, it's going to be over the winter and the spring, so... Uh, now, what's going to suck is if they re- really limit it down to the number of people that can come. I mean, yeah. But aren't we always complaining about the number of people in the in the corridors making it hard to get through? Well, that's true. But what I'm saying is they limit it down and to where it's a lottery or something. You know, they take only certain only people who get, you know, draw numbers or a lottery and not all of us get to go. That would well, maybe it's just single day passes. You can go, but you only get one day to go. Well, I could survive that. Well, that just means we go one day to C2E2 and the other day we, we just go up to Calabunga. Well, that works too. <laughs> Ronnie says he's going to go with us to Calabunga next year. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I told him I'd believe that when I see it. So. He's got to take an extra day off to get up there. He come drive in the snow. Oh, of course, it will be later this year, so maybe we won't be driving up in a freaking blizzard again. Should be, because it's late March. We're back to late March. Which I'm all for. Yeah, I'm too. I'd rather do that, although it wasn't too terribly bad. First couple of hours were the worst. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day, about all the cars going into the ditch and the median and all the wrecks and accidents or just kind of just putzing along. Yeah. Half of them didn't make sense. It's like, how did they get off into the ditch? Probably texting or something. Probably. So. Very probably. Oh, well, we want to wrap this up. Yeah, I think we're going to done. Enough rambling for this afternoon? Yes, I think so. Anyway, so you've been listening to and watching, maybe, Best of the Rest. If you'd like to tweet the show, we're at BOTR Comics. You can reach me at JForgets. And I'm at Oot Inger. We will see you next time.